Welcome to Real Estate and Rec, where real estate and adventure converge. My name is Gladys Rumkus with Remax Properties, hosting from beautiful Colorado Springs. We know the school year is up and running once we've gotten back from the Labor Day weekend, and I hope all you teachers and parents have settled into a routine as we begin thinking about the fall season. So what fun stuff did you do with your family this weekend? Did you travel? Did you go to the Labor Day liftoff? Hope it was fun. So I'll tell you about my adventure this weekend a little bit later. On today's episode, I'll be telling you about some of the things that I found help home buyers make the search for a home a little more focused, a little more efficient, and a lot more productive. Looking for a home can feel like a daunting task. From scrolling through Zillow listings to reading the unsavory market headlines across media outlets. But what it comes down to is you're looking for a home to settle into for whatever reason, be it a job, a downsize, or an upsize, or a military reassignment as is common in this area, or you just want a change of scenery. For whatever reason, you're looking for a home and you should have at least an idea of what's going to work best for you and your family. So the most important thing you need to check off your list before you go look at any homes is knowing what you can feasibly get into financially. You can do that by working with a lender to get an idea of what your budget is, what your debt to income ratio is, what you qualify for, all that good stuff. However, if you just want a ballpark idea of what your expenses may be on a new home loan, there are tons of calculators online where you just punch in your info and it'll spit out a general idea. I will warn you though, you won't get a better estimate unless you actually reach out with a lender that you're considering working with. There are tons of factors that come into play when you're looking at home loans and those online calculators just won't help as well as a lender will. Going back to the home search, if you're scrolling through Zillow or Realtor.com or Redfin or actually looking at homes with a live agent, you really should have created your list of wants, your list of needs, and what I like to call my wish list items or other people call their nice to haves. I know, I know what you're thinking, and I used to be a teacher, so what you're thinking is, but Gladys, I already know what I need. I don't need to say it out loud or even write it down. Like, it's all up in my head. That's just a waste of time. I want to go look at houses now, and I'll make up my mind as I go. So I understand there's quite a bit of anxiousness involved around a home search. It's overwhelming how many houses there are out there. It seems like they all look really great on paper, but then you go out to look at a few and they just don't trip anything for you. So me giving you essentially a homework assignment with pen and paper seems a little childish, but I will tell you that doing this will take you a whole five to 20 minutes and it will, I promise you, it will save you so much time, so many headaches, and at the end of the day, it will save you from buyer's regret. Having lists written down and available for quick reference absolutely saved me and my husband from getting into a home that didn't suit us. When we first moved into the Springs, we saw about 24 houses in three days, which seems a little excessive. It was, and let me tell you, it was exhausting. We saw all sorts of houses all over the Springs, and the reason we were looking all over the Springs is because we were also getting to know the area. But thanks to our pretty solid criteria, it was not easy, but a little easier to say no to most of them because they just didn't meet most of our needs. But when it got really difficult was when we found a recently remodeled home that looked absolutely gorgeous. Let me tell you, the kitchen was great. The layout of the main floor was phenomenal, but, and this is a huge but, 
It didn't have half of the needs we had on our list. It didn't have enough bedrooms. It didn't have enough garage space. I mean, I'm pretty short of about five, three and a half, but I could touch the ceiling with my hand. So it was pretty short and it was on the higher end of our budget. Most importantly, it was also older than our current home at the time, which one of our needs was that it was definitely newer than our old home. We'd had some issues with our older home and we kind of had vowed that we would never get an older home. I'm going to be honest, we kept thinking about that house. We just kept justifying the key features of that home that we had never even considered. Let me tell you, some of the key features of this home weren't even on our nice to have list, but I feel like they started ending up on our nice to have list. <laughs> For example, they had a phenomenal backyard area. It was beautiful for entertaining, for barbecuing, for whatever. And we'd fantasize about all the time we'd be spending outside. We'd say, oh, it's fine if there's no room for your office. We're just gonna wanna hang out outside all the time anyway. Additionally, we have a dog. The yard wasn't even closed off, which was a huge need for us. And we just kept brainstorming ways to get a dog run out there so our dog wouldn't wander off. We were so enamored with this home, even though the limitations of our old home, which we complained about constantly, would never be solved with this new home. Ultimately, we went back to our list and it quite saved us from inevitable buyer's regret. We just couldn't justify buying this beautiful home because it didn't even meet the expectations we had for our future home. For example, didn't have the dog run. It didn't have enough bedrooms. So luckily we didn't have to worry about the supposed dream house because it went under contract the next day. So it was out of sight, out of mind. Also, we found our current home that met all of our needs the next day. So now we're a lot better off. <laughs> So to summarize, definitely make that list. Continue to refer back to it every time you're looking at a home and definitely look at it every time you're beguiled by one of those gorgeous pictures online or that beautifully remodeled bathroom that just wasn't on your list. That home may look like it's right out of a Magnolia issue, but it may not be the best fit for you and your family. This is where working with your agent will definitely help you on the right path. All right, on to our recreational portion of our podcast. This Labor Day weekend, I was fortunate that my family was able to visit. Yay! So we went to Cave of the Winds. Cave of the Winds is just west of here off of Highway 24 in Manitou Springs. With it being a busy weekend, we were fortunate we were still able to get tickets the night before for the Discovery Tour. However, I have been up to that spot before on a regular weekend and the Lamplight Tours were sold out for the day. So definitely plan ahead if you are ever wanting to come up. So according to their website, the caves were discovered in 1881 by two brothers named George and John Pickett. I won't bore you with any more details, but if you're interested in learning about cave formations and a brief history of the caves, I would suggest you jump on the next discovery tour. The tours leave every 20 to 30 minutes according to their website and allow time for a bit of picture taking and observing. Next time I'm there, I'm definitely gonna be taking the Haunted Lantern Tour though. This tour takes you through a different set of caves and you're led only by lamplight. So this tour is supposed to be led by more folklore and ghost stories in history. And as a special note, children under eight are not permitted. So if you're planning on going with your littles, probably not the best one, definitely stick with the discovery tour. 
Now get this, starting September 31st through Halloween, they're going to be doing a special director's cut of the Lantern Tour. So the regular Lantern Tour is typically 90 minutes. This one's going to be two hours. So you'll get to, quote, hear spine-chilling ghost stories, learn about unexplained phenomena, and the true raw history of the Cave of the Winds, end quote. I'm definitely going to be getting a group of my girlfriends together for this special event. I just can't wait to tell you all about it when I come back from that adventure. So be sure to check out their website and get your tickets before they sell out. They do plan to, with it being a special event and all. And that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to Real Estate and Rec, where real estate and adventure converge. I've been your host, Gladys Rumpkis. Be sure to click that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to get the latest episodes. Also, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, and I'll be sure to include posts from all our podcast adventures, including my latest visit to Cave of the Winds. Thanks again. I'll see you next time as we keep closing the deal on Real Estate and Rec, one episode at a time.